This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. I'm here today to speak to you about your life, your money, and of course, your investment. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. If you've got any questions or comments, and I'm sure you do, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaron. K-A-T-S-M-A-N, that's AaronKatzman.com, AaronKatzman.com. So, have we become our parents? Think about that. You know, when we were growing up, oh, we have, and we have young children, we get married, and I'm not going to be my parents. My parents are kooks. I would never become my parent. I'm going to do things completely different, 180 degrees different than my parents. That's what I'm going to become. Well, you know, when we are young parents, Right? We never think that we're going to be similar to our own parents. Right? So it's not going to happen. Then fast forward a few years, and all of a sudden you say something, and it's like, cha-ching, I cannot believe it. I have turned into my mother, or I have turned into my father. And you just like start shaking. And he said, you know, I promised myself for all that time, for all these years, I'm not going to be one of them. I'm not going to join that team, that club. I'm going to stay sane. I'm going to stay normal. And then you know what? Turns out maybe they, they're the normal ones. And they're the sane ones because you say something and it's like, I cannot believe it. I have lost. I have become my parents. Well, a few weeks ago, I asked one of my teenage children to turn off the television and put down their phone. The response is like, uh, what am I supposed to do if I turn everything off? <laughs> With a look. Like, I'm the crazy one. To which I responded, well, you could get off the couch and go for a run or call one of your friends and get together or maybe read a book. Yes, read a book. And the response I got was silence and some kind of like a, or some kind of a grunt that teenagers do. Um, There were no words needed, right? I was just the weird one, right? Why should I turn everything off? And within two minutes, two seconds, after I made my recommendation of getting off the couch and reading or getting together with some friends, um, the phone and the TV went right back on. And then I remembered when I was that age, I was around 15 or 16, and my mother would pretty much all the time say, you know what, put down that handheld basketball game that you're driving us all crazy with. And I would just, You know, and why don't you read a book? And I would just like grunt and look at look at her like, what? Why? Why should I do that? Right? I'm absorbed in my little handheld basketball game. I'm not going to start reading a book. So things haven't changed. Well, we now what does any of this have to do with finance? The funny story. We're all this, but this is not a believe it or not, not a parenting podcast. Although it could be. People have asked me. Because of my incredible wisdom with finance and with money, maybe I want to transfer some of that to child rearing. Of course, if you saw my kids, you would probably not listen to the podcast. Da-dum, ba-bum, bum. Right? Nobody. 
Nobody's asking me for parenting advice. So what does it have to do with money? Okay. While we not want to turn into our parents, there is an issue where many tend to think their parents were brilliant. And once that, when it comes to receiving an inheritance, for some reason, when people get an inheritance, they think that their parents were like Warren Buffett or Peter Lynch or some other unbelievably successful investor. Without question, the most common mistake I hear people make when they get an inheritance, when they receive, especially like a stock portfolio, is that they become totally emotionally attached to whatever it is they receive. While usually this is going to apply to inheriting one's parents, last week I had a phone meeting with someone in the U.S. who received money from my grandparent. And after reviewing their goals and needs, it became quite evident that the inherited portfolio that they got left it is as it would be left as it is would be a major mistake when i suggested making the portfolio tilt a lot towards growth let's say so they could get some more aggressive get a lot more growth in the portfolio i was met with i don't want to make any changes my grandma was smart and great in investing and i trust what she did and that's fine for me to which then I responded something like, your grandma was a great investor and she had a great portfolio for somebody who was 92 years old, but you're 34 and you have a different financial reality. I explained that there are reasons grandma was holding certain positions, probably for tax planning and maybe she needed some income. And those reasons are not at all relevant for somebody who's 34 years old. It's, you know, it just doesn't, what's good for them is not necessarily good for you. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show with your host, of course. The Extraordinary extraordinary Aaron Katzman. That's me. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So we're speaking about not not relying on grandma when you receive an inheritance, right? Mistakes that people make when they receive an inheritance is they tend to leave their portfolio as it was for whoever they inherited it from, not realizing that somebody in their 80s or 90s has a portfolio that's probably strategically far different from that somebody in their 30 or 40 needs, 30s or 40s needs, right? And it's a big mistake to keep it that way. They're leaving ultimately tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table potentially by not making any change which means what do we do next we want to start from scratch along the same lines of what is already mentioned due to sentimental reasons people refuse to make any changes to the portfolio they may inherit the problem with that is your needs and goals are so much different than that of the deceased i encourage clients all the time to just start from scratch right a, a clean slate as they say you need to define your goals and your needs, and then you want to create a portfolio with an allocation that's going to help you, and I underline you, achieve your goals, not your parents' or your grandparents' goals, your goals. Take a step, breath, take a step back and catch your breath. Don't make any rash decisions. You don't need to decide anything immediately, right? It doesn't make a difference if you wait a week or a month. Don't fall into the trap that I hear so often, that the money is just sitting around doing nothing. I'm losing so much money. First of all, money sitting around for a month or two is not going to send you to the poorhouse. I want to give you an example. Let's say you have $300,000, and you can invest it at 3%, which is not bad on an annual basis, right? That's $9,000. 
But that nine hundred that nine thousand dollars on a monthly basis is a whopping seven hundred and fifty dollars. Now that's not a huge amount of money to lose sitting around doing nothing. Making the wrong decision, obviously, with the, your money, is going to cost you a heck of a lot more than just $750. So just take a deep breath, plot out what it is that you want to accomplish with the money, and then do it. But don't be in any hurry. There's no need for you to make any rash decisions. Make financial order. Figure out what you want to do on both the long and short term, short and long term, I should say, um, with your money, right? Short-term goals, long-term goals, needs that you might have. You might have to buy a new couch for one of those kids who just won't put down their phone. I don't know. Maybe you want to move the, use some of the money to pay off port, part of your mortgage or all of your mortgage for that. For, for, you, know, you never know. It depends, on, obviously, on what your situation is. You might want to help out children or give money to charity. You might need to supplement your current income, plan for retirement. There are a ton of things to think about. Um, and that's why you shouldn't make any rash decisions. Probably pays to sit with a financial advisor. <clears throat> Anybody know anyone? <laughs> Just kidding. Financial advisors will help you look at things objectively. They're going to stay level-headed because that's what they do for a living and bring a wealth of experience to the table in these issues. You know, Grandma was smart with her money. Now it's your turn not just to inherit her money, but to inherit her smarts as well. Invest the money correctly for your financial well-being, right? That's what she would have wanted. If you want to honor and use the money from your parents or your grandparents and use the inheritance to its fullest and have the, you know, achieve the potential that you can achieve without money, realize that it's not theirs. It's yours. And you need to take care of yourself. And you need to invest the money to achieve your own goals and needs. You've been listening to the Aaron Katzman Show with your host, Aaron Katzman, where we speak about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Aaron Katzman.com. We will. See you soon.